0: Today on Turbo Talks, a deep dive into Kenyan SRAM generation and its diversity and inclusion program. All right, welcome back to the Turbo Talks podcast. I am your host, Rob Papau, and today we are doing things maybe a little bit different than what you may be used to of us. Because in the light of International Women's Day on Tuesday the 8th of March, we are turning the spotlight onto one of the best initiatives in the world of cycling. One that makes a positive difference for the development in women's cycling and accelerates women's equality. In 2022, Women's World Team, Canyon SRAM Racing, added a second team as part of its long-term diversity and inclusion program. The newly founded Canyon SRAM Generation Team is registered as a Women's Continental Team. And today we are excited to share the story of the Kenyan SRAM Generation Development Team and its diversity and inclusion program. And to do so, I'll be joined by two driving forces behind this initiative. First up will be Tina Kalkschmidt of team development and diversity and inclusion expert. And later on in the show, it's time to hear from Kenyan SRAM Generations sports director, Adam Sabo. So let's time to dive into it. And first up, welcome Tina on the show. Welcome Tina, thanks for joining us. How are you? <laughs>
1: Hi hey Rob, thanks for having me here. I'm good, thank you. Hope you awesome. as well.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really great as well. I'm really excited to hear uh, all about uh, Kenya Shrimp generation and obviously the yeah the diversity and inclusion expert. It's, it's a big title.
1: <laughs> it is.
0: <laughs> can you explain it to us?
1: Well, I mean, diversity and inclusion or diversity, equality and inclusion, um, however you want to exactly name it um is of course a big topic itself but it is actually exactly what it says um it is about diversity and inclusion and it is about making Kenyan Sram more diverse and inclusive um and uh yeah we did not only want to focus on the already existing Kenyan Sram racing team but we want to take the whole thing a big step further um with founding the new kenyan Uh, generation team which is basically the yeah even more um, diverse and inclusive team within the already quite diverse and inclusive team so
0: yeah so the first fashion sort of like came up came up in my mind because Kenyon Stream always already been like a pioneer in the world of cycling Uh, got team members new coming in from the Swift Academy so really inclusive and and yeah innovative in that way so what was the driving force to then start this new initiative?
1: Um, yeah, it, as you already said, I mean, we, we had plenty of discussions beforehand. I mean, the first discussion was, um, we're talking about women's cycling, which is already diverse in terms of cycling in total, right? Actually, I mean, women are definitely not a minority, but in terms of professional cycling, it is a minority. So focusing on women cycling is already one step towards diversity. Um, then having a team like um, Kenya Sram racing with so many nationalities, with, um, with um, recruiting new talents via the Swift Academy um, is also um, basically brings in another dimension of, of diversity. Um, but still, um, if you look at professional women cycling, if you look at the Peloton, the vast majority um uh white women from europe right um so um and then we when we just look at the whole map then it, it it's so obvious that there's so many talents there must be so many talents all over the world and we're just ignoring them kind of ignoring them right um so how can it be that there's so many great talents in any uh, or in, in other endurance sports like running, for instance, from, from Africa or also from Asia and not in cycling, because is the threshold to enter professional cycling is much higher, right? Um, you need quite expensive equipment. You need the chance to race in Europe, etc. Um, And there are not as many established development parts as there are in, in other sports. Um, that have been designed and and, yeah, and are working for years now that help to bring talents from, for instance, Africa, South America, Asia to Europe. Um, so that was the idea behind it. So what do we need to do um, to give um, riders from countries that are currently underrepresented in the peloton the opportunity to race in Europe?
0: and from there from that program came canyon tram generation the team so basically the, the development team um and you mentioned there must be such a big pool of riders out there all over the world how do you then get to the in the end to like a selection of eight riders from seven different countries? And just for the for the listeners, I'm just going to name the countries. They're from uh, Germany because obviously you are a German team, so you have to have German riders in there. I think you had to have exactly. two in there. But then also other riders come from Paraguay, Sierra Leone, Rwanda, Malaysia, the Caribbean, and Namibia. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: so I mean, that, that was definitely the toughest part to to select the writers in in the end. But uh, because I mean, you probably um, also followed social media when we first announced um, that we we start recruiting for the development team. um, We got such so many feedback, great feedback, positive feedback, and not only just feedback like like, likes uh, and such, we also got a lot of got a lot of applications. Um, And of course, selecting the riders that finally make it to the team was the most difficult part um so what what did we do so first of all uh we set together and established criteria um i mean of of course we're not it's it's not like um a kind of uh, we, we didn't want to found a team of people that just like bike riding right we want to um we wanted to have people in the team that have the potential to step up to a world tour team because this is our goal we want to make women's cycling more diverse and inclusive that means we have to create a development path that really works and that helps to develop riders and help them to step up um, to, to a world tour team by creating all the environment that they need, with um, with the team, with training opportunities, with physios, with mechanics, and all that goes along with that. Um, so, considering that it was clear that we have to have clear performance goals, um, I think uh, Adam Adam is the right person to answer <laughs> these these questions later on with with regards to performance.
0: We'll definitely um, check in with him later on. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um but apart from that of course we wanted to have or to ensure that all our riders are also ambassadors for diversity um and um you probably also followed that we um already started now well, like over a year ago together with canyons um, from racing our um, diversity and inclusion program that also included um, working on our team values, our vision, mission um, statement that you also find on our website. Um, and we put a lot of effort in that to create a joint vision, to, to work on our values. Um, so it was also important that the new writers fit in there, right, that they share our common values. Um, so we did not only ask questions and wanted to, wanted to see proof of, of the performance, um and by the way performance was not only limited to cycling so they could also come from other sports um Mm -hmm. but we also asked questions about how or what they think their contribution to the team could be about their values um etc um and that all together um then was yeah plenty of information so it was quite a big big challenge for us to sit together and i think we had like uh, I don't know, in the end it was like 240 something applications and to really scan them through um, and I can remember um, having some tough discussions with Adam how to um, basically weigh in performance versus thinking this could be um, the person that really uh, contributes to the team and helps to, to bring this team a step further um, so yeah, it was was it took quite some time, but um, that was basically the process um, that in the end uh, yeah, led to the final decision um, of, of the, the eight riders.
0: And you mentioned already like the values. Can you give an example of one of the values and how maybe the new team members match it? Or is there like an answer in the selection progress that you still have top of mind from one of the riders in terms of like how they
1: match the values? Um, I mean, the the value is about I mean, we we have a we have a value statement that we have developed for Kenyans from Racing, um, which is united. We stand for respecting our differences, support and trust one another and persevere towards our ambition. Um, And I know this sounds like a nice sentence, like something that someone could have designed somewhere sitting on on their own desk. But this is not how it happened. Um, That was actually a process that um, We went through generally January last year with the whole team. And the starting point was that every single team member, writer, staff, everyone um, basically named their top three personal values. And then we had a huge board where we just basically, with post it, pinned down all, all the values, started clustering them. And then we had a group discussion, which went. Um, in, in ongoing sessions over three days, and that was the result. So it's not something that someone said, I want this to be the value for the team. These this is the team. This is the, the, the essence of the team. And this is why it was so important um for us to that also the, the new riders um share the same values. Um and this is this was basically something we we looked for or, or I specifically focused on when I looked at the implications um, it was not about copy and pasting from our website or using the exact same words it was more like phrasing it in their own words but giving us the impression that that these are things that are so important for them
0: yeah so those failures yeah. are carried by the team they live by it it's it's their yeah, it's theirs exactly yeah. Um, and now I already mentioned like in the intro the, the, with the link to International Women's Day on because we're recording this on the Monday and tomorrow is then International Women's Day. Mm-hmm. Always a day we're sort of like celebrating women's achievements uh, and also raising awareness that there is still discrimination. There is still a bias. Um, how does an initiative like this help break down some of those barriers?
1: Um, I mean, it, as, as I said before, I think already just... Yet, just women cycling itself is a kind of uh, um, a, a big step just making women cycling itself um, just more visible right um, is is a big step and then making women cycling more diverse is the next big step um so I think it it all it all comes together it's all it's it's basically like a you could say like a puzzle or like a building brick by brick right and, and everything adds to another. Um, and this is also why, to be honest, I have kind of mixed feeling when we talk about things like Women's Day, things like this, it should not just be one single day. Yes, it is good to focus some specific actions and initiatives on this single day, but this always has the tendency like, okay, we do it now and this is the day and after that, we just go back to normal. And this is not how it should be and we have still have so many things we need to work on when it comes to to gender equality um there's so many fields where there's not definitely not equality yet there's so many unconscious biases that still prevents us from achieving true equality Um, yeah i could i could talk for days <laughs> <laughs> about that you, you you might ask the team that was one one topic of, of uh, one of our last uh, diversity trainings, where we talked about um, uh, gender, gender uh, diversity, and, and in- inclusivity, um, and at first everyone was like, "Yeah, but we're a women's team. Why, why do we talk about about gender?" And it was really, it was actually me asking asking them the question, um, and they were like. Yeah, actually, we don't know <laughs> because we don't feel like discriminated. It's not not that that um, that men get the jobs that we want to get because we're only women on the team here yeah. as riders, at least. Um, <clears throat> well, after the training, I think they saw it differently when I just sh- showed various examples where we still haven't achieved equality yet. Um, so, yeah, you can probably tell I'm quite passionate about that. <laughs> yeah. and I also.
0: See how much we still have to have to do yeah so it, so at least so you're happy that there is a day of awareness but like you said it's it shouldn't have to be that way it is about every day and i think exactly. Kenya Stram, you do it, guys are doing an awesome job and at least like you building that foundation and like you said brick by brick and you're building further further and to to that sort of like better and more equal world and that's a, that's an awesome job that you guys are doing thank you all right uh tina i'm gonna i'm gonna leave you to it for now and we're gonna switch over to, to adam um who was already uh, i think he was already listening in the background already saw some smiles from him every now and then on the camera as well the listeners obviously can't see that uh welcome adam how are you
2: hello hello i'm fine thank you uh
0: sports director of the canyon Shrem generation what 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 is the first month of twenty twenty two with the start of the team? How did it look like for you?
2: Um, I'm I'm actually quite uh, positively surprised because the team bonding is uh, is really strong and uh, and uh, there is uh, definitely uh, this what we can what we can build on the on the future also and um, performance wise they are also they are also quite quite good. Obviously they are. There are some some areas, especially on the on the uh, technical side of uh, of the of the bike riding, what uh, should be improved. But uh, that's why we are here. That's why this team came into came into the life to to overcome these uh, uh, these barriers or these limitations.
0: So, so firstly, uh, switch back to the selection process that we just touched on with uh, with Tina as well, As she yeah. already said there was like a performance side to it um which has to be sort of like weight against also the contribution to the team and you were obviously the one with the big input on the performance side of things what did the selection process look like in terms of performance so what we key <clears throat> indicators
2: yeah so we first will we we wanted to have some at least some uh some race data or some some data's uh, in terms of race result um like power, prof, power files or, or or any kind of these these informations it's quite hard to get uh, riders from from the areas we were focused on. Um, so we we were looking for for race results, but they they could uh, they could give and um, even even if it's from from regional or national level. Uh, but uh, most of the most of the riders they they raced um, they raced also in in different environments so for example we have one rider from jamaica who was um, who was a national uh, do athlete triathlete and uh, and the results came from from diff- even from swimming so that was uh that was a that was a good thing to to see even even the even the the results from Another sports and obviously there were there were some there the other riders had some some decent results on a national or or even international level already. Uh,
0: And then you had to combine all the results. Like uh, Tina used the word puzzle before, so I can imagine it was a puzzle a bit for you in that regard as well. Um, Indeed, exactly. So so you got all your rider all the riders together. how are you guys like organized now at the moment What does their calendar look like etc um
2: first of all we are still waiting for some riders because uh our biggest challenge is to is to get the riders to europe through all the visa processes and uh and um obviously there are there are there are big obstacles and in, in this even just to get the riders here to europe so we are we are still not complete at the moment um but we are but we are facing to a really nice calendar uh, we set up first um, so the team will be ge- based in Girona and we are more focusing on the first part of the season to the national national and uh, and regional spanish races here around in uh, especially in spain some in some in france and then uh, in uh, later in the season we will switch and we we'll add more and more uca races uh, UCI races to the to the calendar and we are we are looking also to raise some some uh, bigger events uh throughout the throughout the season which is uh which will be one stage races and and even one point pro race we we, we are get committed to
0: so you've got some exciting stuff coming up but like you mentioned that there's some uh, hassle that has to be taken care of before like you already mentioned the visas um You said you were all based in girona what does that look like is it like a big family home where everyone lives together or uh
2: so we have uh the 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 heart of of everything is we have a we have a service course like base where uh where we store the bikes cars and uh we have places to to get together and uh, to have meetings and uh, and um basically just to be together um and then uh, we at the moment we have one team house where the riders live together and uh, we are looking to set up uh, another one so there will be actually two two uh, smaller houses or, or one apartment and one smaller house where where uh, four and uh, three riders will stay respectively uh,
0: what is like the the influence of having like a home because obviously they come from all over the world away from there uh, environments that they're used to, which they're comfortable in, and they suddenly it's like a daunting step to go to Europe, maybe live in Girona with also with strangers. What's the impact of that on performance, and how are you trying to sort of like make them comfortable here then?
2: Um, so, f- first, uh, I would like uh, taking take this this question into two so first how they getting get, in, get comf- comfortable well then then it's uh, our job uh, with my stuff to make them quite uh, comfortable so we'll try to make it everything possible to 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 have the less um the less less least things to worry or the less things to worry so that's why we we set up um we set up the team house uh, where can where basically everything is provided and uh, moreover we try to teach them how to use uh, how to use basic things so how to how to cook for themselves but uh, besides we also we also provide meals so if they choose to have uh, their own food they can cook their own food but uh, they have also the option to to have uh, food cooked for themselves uh, for 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 the team and then obviously they are they are quite this is, is a re- really nice thing to see how how riders from different different parts of the world come to europe and then dealing with the let's say a norm for, for us normal things just to just to know how to wash their clothes properly or or how to take care about their their riding kit and uh, and basic maintenance of the bike and um, and these things so that's uh that's a quite important and uh, quite important and interesting thing to see um, and uh, this is this is which which all happening at the at the team house and then um, I think it's it's positively affecting the their their performance because uh, here in Girona they are they are surrounded not by their, by just the teammates but they can train every day together. But also there is many, many other cyclists, uh, which most of most of them for they are role models or they just saw them on on TV or they just read on the news and then uh, you met them on met them on the ride or or even they can they can ride together. So that's uh, that's um, that's I think definitely a positive thing for them.
0: So what are your first impressions with the riders who are already there? And how do you see them already make a connection maybe with, with the other riders, maybe with the World Tour team?
2: Oh, it's, uh, it's, it's, really, it's really really good and it's really going like, uh, quite f- fast forward, because uh, we, ob- we also have some, some riders from the, from the Women's World Tour team, from the racing team here in, in Girona. So they, they also used to ride with them uh at the at the beginning but uh obviously the cycling community is, is quite big and i would say uh, quite diverse uh in in girona and uh and they and they and they find and they find find their way even without my my uh conscious uh, input in uh quite easily and and it's, and it's for, for me it's quite interesting and um uh, and and nice to see that they 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 getting well with the with the culture and with the riders here Uh,
0: so when you look at at their development when comes the time that you say or um, that you're going to evaluate in terms of like how they are going um, if someone is able to maybe make the next step to maybe the world to a team is there a, a timeline projected on that or what you're looking for or
2: um where they'll um we want to give all the tools and all the all the knowledge to be to be prepared to make that step so i would this is definitely as a development team which is not uh not not as not as other development teams because the other development teams they are more focused on developing the performance side but here i'm more looking to develop the riders into to make it in life in as a as a pro cyclist and not just in a pro cyclist just as a human being to to make to be able to to take care of themselves to 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 teach them how to how things are working in in all aspects of of life in uh, let's say in europe or in or in spain or here in girona when they will uh, if they turn professionals, they they ultimately need to need to take care about themselves, and that's that's where the the challenges comes not just from riders which are coming outside from Europe, but uh, also I see that uh, some younger riders who are turning professionals.
0: So if we look at twenty twenty two, and we're gonna ask the the question to wrap it up later on again uh, to Tina as well, uh, when is twenty twenty two a success? For this team,
2: um, I would say the success would be uh, would be if we if we will be able to to be uh, a valued valued part of the European peloton and at the continental level, and then uh, the riders can can finish the races and uh, we can work on uh, and they understand a little bit of the of the tactics and they and they develop in a um, in a way in a technical way that. Uh, they are um, they are more technically skilled riders than when they was uh, the first day when they came to Europe.
0: All right, uh, going back to Tina, Tina, when is twenty twenty two a success for this project?
1: Um, well, I guess Adam already covered a lot, <laughs> if 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 not all. Um, I think. It is, um, in in addition to what what Adam said, um, I would focus on how the team grows together. So, um, and this is a bit, it's not really tough. It's just because um, what we already saw in the first two training camps and what what Adam already mentioned is that that the team was already working so well together. Um, so we already made a huge step. So this was something. If you'd ask me, like before the first training camp, this is something. What I'd say, um, this is what we, what is is a big success if we achieve this throughout the year. Um, so now, what the, the missing pieces are the riders that are still not here. Um, so integrate them in the team, and then bringing the whole team together um, and mo- moving forward. This this would then definitely be a success for 2022
0: all right awesome so I'm looking forward to a 2022 in which we see the team uh, and per- and riders grow individually as persons but also in terms of like performance and technical skills all right uh i want to thank you guys for for joining us and talking us through the uh, Stram generation development uh, team and obviously the uh, diversity and inclusion program as explained by tina um I wish you guys all the best with this team. We're definitely going to gonna follow it. And thanks for joining the podcast. Much appreciated.
1: Thank, thank you for having us.
2: Thank you.
0: And thank you all, everyone, for listening to this podcast. And make sure you keep following Canyon Srem Generation and throw your support behind that awesome program. And obviously and follow also and support those other great initiatives that are around in the world of cycling that accelerate women's equality on and off the bike. And as always in the meantime, make sure you never stop cycling. This was Rob Bau, Tina Kalksmith and Adam Tabo, Canyon Stram Generation. Stay tuned for the next Turbo Talks.